the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Well, this is fascinating because uh, I had a caller a few minutes ago talking about Something that happened uh, about around 1945 or in the 1940s at the uh, South Pole. I had never heard of it. Evidently, a whole lot of people have. I've uh, gotten several people uh, that have commented that there were all kinds of rumors. Uh, it was an American. Um, it was between Americans and Nazis. It was between Americans. Uh, anyway, there, there's a lot. Uh, out there. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it, but evidently a whole lot of people have. So those of you who have sent me messages, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Nothing was ever proven. So it is still theory. who, uh, Who knows? But kind of fascinating. All right. It is Open Phone Friday. And uh, we're going to go back to the phones. And uh, next up is Gary in Logan, Ohio. Gary, welcome. How are you today? Well, I'm very well, Bob. How's Mr. Bob doing today? I am doing well. I am blessed. Thank you. I wanted to ask you how Henry's doing. Oh, my my truck? Henry's in the shop. Uh, for for, For the listeners, uh... God has been so good to me. For 40 years, my dream car, if I could choose anything, it wouldn't be some exotic sports car, a 1951 Ford pickup. Uh, That's what I took my driver's test in many years ago. And uh, almost two years ago now, a wonderful friend bought one for me and gave it to me. It's in wonderful original condition. Uh, It needed some work. And it's been in the shop now for about two weeks, so I haven't really had it out this spring yet. And I was supposed to hear today uh, that I could get it out of the shop and start driving it, but I haven't heard anything, so evidently uh, they're not finished with it. So uh, uh, Henry is still in the hospital, but he's improving. How how are you doing from your surgery and your scalp? Oh, my goodness, I'm doing much, much better. And again, for our listeners, I have a long history of skin cancers. Going back, I don't know, 25 years, I suppose. I'm from Southern California, but I certainly wasn't a beach bum, but I'm light-skinned. My dad had all kinds of skin cancers and uh, never had uh, melanoma until... About six months ago, I had my very first melanoma, but it was early and small, and they got it. And then uh, about two, three months ago, I had a basal cell on my forehead, which is the least 
serious of all of the skin cancers. It's the least serious, but never ever fatal, but they can be serious. And I've had a bunch of them, and they cut them out, and it's no big deal. Well, this one was a tiny little pin spot on my forehead, but evidently it had grown roots under the skin. And so they do what they call a Mohs surgery, M-O-H-S. And uh, you go in, and they deaden the area, and they cut out a little bit of it, and they put it under a microscope to see if they got all the edges, the margins, they call them. And if it's all clear around the edges, they sew you up, put a bandage on it, you go home. If they didn't get it all, well, they cut again. And you have to wait about 45 minutes. You're out in the waiting room with a bandage on your head. And uh, so they did one cut. And all, all of the basils that I've had, that I've had this Mohs surgery, they got it one cut. One other time, they had to do it twice. Okay. Well, this time, they did it once, twice, three times, four times. I set an office record. They had never had to do five cuts. And they took off a good part of my forehead. Uh, It was a big gaping hole and very difficult to sew up. But the doctor was incredible. And somehow he pulled skin from here and there and and, uh, uh, sewed it all up. And... uh, Gary, it is healing. I I will always have Lord, I will always have a noticeable scar on my forehead. So I think my modeling days are over. Uh, but well, I'm just old, Bob. We're, we're allowed to have scars. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it's healing wonderfully. It really is. And considering the size of the hole in my forehead, the surgeon did an incredible job of sewing it all back together. And, yeah, I'm going to have a scar, but it's no big deal. Uh, I'm just thankful they got it, and it wasn't worse, and I'm I'm blessed, and I'm I'm just very fortunate. One more. What's the status on your camper? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to bore the listeners, but my wife and I have a ministry. We travel most weekends, and we have a very old motor home. It is old. We got it real cheap. It had not been real well-maintained. And we've kind of, you know, kept it together with with duct tape and and bailing wire. And we were headed to Connecticut for a speaking engagement. We broke down in New Jersey, 550 miles away from home, and we had no suspension at all. Uh, This is it's it's old, but it's a rather large motorhome, and it was sitting on the axle. And we had we drove 550 miles without any suspension at all, and it beat us to death. But God got us home. We've got that fixed, and we're hoping to use it next week. So that's well, good, it in a good. nutshell. Yeah, I, I haven't heard you talk about it a while, and I just wondered how you've done. And, yeah, it's and, it's uh, fixed and, and on the road. We would love to upgrade a few years, but my Goodness, they're so expensive. They really are. So, uh, you know, well, until that, until God provides something else, we'll be happy with with the old one that we've got. So, yeah, pray for us. We're headed out next week, and okay, <laughs> pray that it makes it. 
All right, Gary. <laughs> and back. <laughs> yeah, and well, yes, and and back. <laughs> All right, buddy. Been All right, to talk thanks. To you. All right. That's probably far more information than most of you wanted, but this is Open Phone Friday, and I try to stick to it. Nothing is, nothing is out of bounds. So, uh, some personal things, but anyway. Um, do I? Oh, I, I'm start to get into this. Um, can someone tell me what place? A queer art of drag class is doing at a Christian university. No, I'm I'm not making this up. One of America's best-known Christian universities is now offering, and I'm quoting from the school catalog, the queer art of drag class. And no, no, I'm not making this up. What in the world is this doing on the campus of a Christian university? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Um, and I'm running out of time. We'll come back to this, and I'll give you more details. But it's it's Open Phone Friday, and I try always to defer to the phone. So it depends on... The phone lines when we come back. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live on AM 880 and 104.5 The Word in Columbus, Ohio, and also on WAVA 105.1 FM in our nation's capital as we simulcast today. Once again, as has been evidenced, We can talk about anything you want to. That's what Fridays are all about. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And once again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. And it is Open Phone Friday, and uh, we can discuss anything. Uh, next up is Frank in Columbus, Ohio. Hi, Frank. You're on Bob Bernie Live. Welcome. Thanks so much for calling. Hi, Bob. Th- thanks for taking my call. Certainly. I, um, <clears throat> I was talking to a pretty smart individual the other day, and somehow the King James Version came up, you know. I was quoting Second Timothy 3.16. And then they spouted off something about some reasons why King James had the Bible modified or whatever, whatever word you want to use, like, things about being married and getting divorced for him personally. And I'm, I've never heard this before in my life. I'm going to, I'm going to call Bob and, and <laughs> ask, him, ask him if he can, if he can coach me up on, on, you know, why King James put this version together. Well, first of all, almost all of the rumors and legends about King James's interference in the translation itself are just that. Rumors and legends, and they're simply not true. 
Uh, there's an enormous amount of controversy about the accuracy of the translations uh, on on many levels. Uh, the manuscripts that were used, there were two basic two basic families of manuscripts that were used for ancient translations, well, ancient, uh, early English translations and uh, modern translations, and that's a debate all of its own, which family of manuscripts is the most accurate and so forth. Then there is the debate about the theory of translation. And there are many, but two primary ones, uh, word-for-word translation and, uh, oh my goodness, a brain cramp, Uh, thought-for-thought, dynamic equivalency. So there's uh, word-for-word and dynamic equivalency. Word-for-word is what it means. The translators do their best to translate as much as they can word-for-word from the original text into the receptor language. Now, anyone with any common sense knows it is impossible to translate word-for-word. But those trying to translate word-for-word try to do it as best as possible, and that's probably the most outstanding thing about the King James, the authorized version. It is a word-for-word translation, but it is done in such beautiful language. Uh, quick story, uh, I in high school for English literature, I had an atheist as my teacher with a doctorate from Oxford University. What in the world she was doing in my high school in Compton, California, I have no idea. But she was an atheist. And But she told us, she said, I don't believe the Bible was inspired by God, but the King James translation of the Bible is probably the most important document ever written in the English language. And she said, even as an atheist, you have to understand the beauty, the dignity, the genius of the translation. Again, little side story. The other is dynamic equivalency, where you don't even attempt to translate word for word, but thought for thought. So in other words, the translators basically interpret the original text, the Hebrew and the Old Testament, Greek and Aramaic and the New Testament, and they try to translate it, what were the original authors saying And then they try to put those thoughts in the receptor language, or in this case, we're talking about English. All right. This is personal, all right? And it's very, very controversial. I am not a proponent of dynamic equivalency because I don't want to, I don't want to read the thoughts of the translators. I want the original thoughts. Uh, again, many, many people are really big on dynamic equivalency because it better communicates in modern language and so on and so on and so on and so on. So, and, you know, obviously the King James has lost a lot of its popularity in sales. The last time I looked, which coincidentally was about two weeks ago, the authorized version, the King James, is now the fourth best-selling translation in the English language. However, Frank, it is the most read. 
Purdue, uh, the universe, uh, Indiana University and Purdue University did a joint study just a few years ago about Bible translations, and they found that of people who actually read the Bible on a regular basis, 55% of them read the King James. I was blown away. I had no idea. So it's certainly not the best selling anymore, but even as old as it is, it is still the best read. Now, pardon me for following all of those diverging thoughts. Back to your original question. There's all kinds of rumors. King James was probably, maybe, possibly a homosexual, and, you know, he did this and this and this and this. Anyone who has a serious student of translations, church history, the men who translated the King James Bible were absolutely brilliant scholars, and there is no evidence at all that the king had any real impact on the translation itself. At least that's what I have concluded in my study. That is a very, very long answer to a very simple question, and I apologize. No, I, I loved every minute of it, Bob. I, uh, I think that if you're really reading the Word of God, then the Holy Spirit will help you understand it, even if there's there well, and vows and... Well, and that's that's the thing that is lost in this whole translation issue. I don't care if it's a translation written in second-grade English. You will only understand it by the direction of the Holy Spirit. That's the promise that Jesus gave us in John chapter 14. The Bible can only be understood in light of the Holy Spirit. Frank, I'm out of time. Thanks for the call. One of my favorite topics. We'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.